0: Shut up, and, and sit,
1: sit down. Wschmelgey, well, belgy, welgey! Welcome, everybody, to episode 292 of Third Shift. Oh, my gosh. Ding, dong, ding, dong. The numbers, they keep rolling. It's almost there. It's almost episode 300. Has panic set in? Yes. Has depression set in? Yes. All the feelings have started to set in because it's so close. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I don't know. I don't know what's happened, but it doesn't matter because we're here for episode 292 of Third Shift. And of course, I am me, Mr. Eric, the cuddly, wuddly little bear. And with me today is Mr. Matt, the inglorious bastard himself. He's here today. He was shaking his head. I can be a cuddly, wuddly bear. Look at me. Look at me. Like an old, bald, cuddly, wuddly bear with patches of hair here and there.
0: You know, I, I even looked off in the distance. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm gonna picture Eric like snuggling on the floor with his daughters or something. And it just, it just like revolted me. I was just like, No, nah, this isn't, this isn't Eric. Eric is drunk and slapping things and throwing stuff. That's, that's what Eric's supposed to be.
1: That's, that's a true Eric. That's not the, you know, not this fake cuddly wuddly that's not bear. That's this false no, Eric. Yeah, maybe it's Eric the Red. Who knows.
0: Not no his name whatever. It's whatever. No. He's a tu- he's a cuddly wuddly bear of his own of his own All making.
1: Kind. Yes, indeed he is. Yeah. So of course we're both here today for this wonderful eh, you know, whatever episode. You know, we're gonna have some fun here. I think it's a good episode to be having, right, man? It is a good episode to be
0: having. We're finally gonna talk about some actual stuff, but First, we're going to talk about what I did this week. Because no, I'm throwing to myself as an intro no, because not. I'm so good at podcasting. Look at that. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. What would you do this week, Matt? Well, let me tell you. I did almost absolutely nothing because it's quarter end week. So I was just sad and miserable and miserable. And then not sad, but just angry. I was angry, sad, miserable, depressed. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It was great. Uh-huh. It was wonderful. Quarter end's finally over. And so now we're just coming off the quarter end. So it's, it's, it's residual of just, ugh. but I did play a couple games over the quarter end week. One of which was Animal Crossing New Horizons. Hey, I don't mention it, but I still do play it every day. That was the light at the end of the tunnel when I was sitting there and like, oh, I'm on, I'm on lunch. I need to get away somewhere. Where should I get away to? My island where everything's beautiful and everybody's friendly. And I did that and then I had to go back to work, but I played that. I did get in one stream of Final Fantasy II Pixel Remaster. I'm to the second to last dungeon, and from what I understand, they just kind of go back to back. So the next stream should be the last one for that game, and I can finally file it away and get on to three and play that for the first time ever with the job system and all that stuff. And then I'm putting it in here. I put it here in the show notes for some reason, because what was I just this whole week? Sad, miserable, depressed, angry, all the bad emotions yesterday. I think it was yesterday. I saw the best tweet I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm pulling it up right now so I can read it verbatim. It was from our friends at Remedy Entertainment, at Remedy Games on Twitter. They said, We are pleased to announce that we will remake the iconic Max Payne and Max Payne 2 The Fall of Max Payne in a new development agreement with Rockstar Games. Not re-release. Not remaster. Remake. Two of my favorite games of all time, Max Payne 1 and 2. I couldn't believe it. The, this, the, it was the best day of my life until the point where that two-pack, which will be released as one game for Xbox Series X and S and PlayStation 5, comes out. I couldn't believe it. And then all the rest of that day, Max Payne quotes were just run through my head. All my favorite bits from both of those games, thinking about them, thinking about them, dreaming about them, in sexy, new, hot, high-res detail. All the graphics, all the shine, all the beautiful Remedy touches, all the throwbacks, because you know they're going to have Easter eggs and throwbacks to both games in this new remade version. I couldn't believe it. It's making me happy right now. I I just, I wish there was like, hey, here's, we're going to start doing it, and it's done. That would be the only thing that could, that could be better. But, man, just, it made my whole day, and it made my week, and it made my day again when I remembered about it and put it on the show notes. Wow, what a great week. What about you, Eric?
1: Gosh, bless! I even guessed it. Look at even in the notes, I went, Oh, MPVV, mm-hmm. I knew it. I saw that the other day, and I went, oh, Matt's a happy little chicken man now. I never played Max Payne, you know, so I don't have a connection to it. But now that Remedy's going to remake it, I'm like, hmm. Well, guess I have to check it out. Matt mm-hmm. says it's awesome. Lots of other people said it was pretty dang cool, and now Remedy's messing with it, so it's uh, on the radar. I'll be pleased to see it come out. But my week was sort of the same, man. I changed my whole life around. You know, restructured everything. Started working overnight shifts and. I just had a great time at work, you know. I just contemplated life and a lot of other things, you know, as I uh, stood there in the wee hours of the morning, processing tons and tons of uh, letters. It was good. It's very good.
0: I got to say, there is nothing better slash worse than that. Is when everybody's gone, whether your machine is running well or poorly, and you just look up and it's. 2 a.m or mm-hmm. you know for me it's 950 and I still have more than a half hour before you guys even come in and I'm just like Jesus Christ I've been here so long and nobody else is here other than the people on the other side of the wall which don't really count because you don't see them because they got to run their machines
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's your whole mind it's just this beehive cloud of flies yep. it's a uh,
1: it's definitely something. something indeed it is <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I did get up some gaming, you know, and uh, I did something I wasn't going to do. I, uh, I kept getting the call, Matt, Strangers, strangers gotta get Chaos! Uh-huh. I couldn't could help myself. He was calling to me. Chaos in my real life, Chaos in the game. I, I was like, yes, I need to kill Chaos too, Jack. I need to kill Chaos. <laughs> and Jack, it, it lines
0: up. It's like it's like poetry, they rhyme. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm, Exactly. So I did get in there and I was playing and having a great time with it and you know some of my little off hours here and there, but as I told Matt, I said, "No, stop it, Eric. You can't. You said you were gonna get through Elden Ring before you went ahead and jumped in this bad boy, because you didn't want a conflict of interest and a conflict of uh, control schemes and just the way you you generally you know attack, fight, do all sorts of stuff." So I I put it back down and I got back in the Elden Ring. And I went to the Volcanic Manor. It's hard. That place sucks. And I'm like, this is annoying me. And so I was like, all right, well, whatever. I'm going to ditch this place for now. I'm going to go do the mainline quest and go to uh, Lendell Castle or whatever the hell that place is. So I go over there. That place sucks. It's hard. (laughs) And the frustrating part was it wasn't hard as the Volcanic Manor was where the enemies were just tougher and all craziness i didn't know where to go or what i was actually really even doing so and then there's volcano volcanic lava obviously everywhere and you could just jump down to places where you're just seemingly like stuck and you just okay well that's cool you're, you know now you're just down this hole now you have to just i guess teleport out and go somewhere else so i was like whatever go to Lindell castle well Lindell castle is more structured You're you're working your way through the castle. You're obviously trying to get to the main thing. And it's not just the castle. It's like the whole town. The whole town. And you're working to get to the castle, I'm assuming. And then get get your way all the way up the castle to said boss. Crazy huge. And that's the problem. The baddies are tough. Don't get me wrong. But they're doable as long as you're going and being focused and, and, and chilling. But they've got sneaky moments. There's sneaky bad guys here and there. There's... Bad guys who just sometimes do some wacky moves, and if you ain't just right on that money, you're getting smoked. And here's here's the deal. Uh, the grace points are not like poop, 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 poop like they were in uh, the Stormville Castle and some other places that we've done. I die, and I'm going back, like I told you, like 15, 16 enemy encounters. And I'm like, I can't keep doing this. I can't keep spending 10 minutes getting back to my corpse. Just to have to fight the thing that killed me in the first place. Hopefully get past that now. And then who only knows what awaits around the next corner. And I'm like, this is getting crazy. So I spent, I don't know, at least two hours, three hours trying to get through there. Wasn't was, wasn't happening. And like I tell you, what I tell you, I don't like it when I'm wasting my time. I just, I start to get really mad Cause I don't have a lot of it. I don't have a lot of time. And now I made zero progress. Now I know when I start up again, I, not only have I made zero progress, but I'm going to waste more time because I got to go waste my time to get back to the corpse again. So I can get my runes and keep going or obviously bail and ditch. So it pissed me off. Uh, so like one night I just quit there and then I, and then I went, yeah, I got back to it and I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm doing what we always talk about. Just go do random, stupid little fun things. So I just took off, and I just went, hey, what's this little hut? Hey, what's this little cave thing? I'm going to go do that. Poop, 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 in all the little different spots that I could think of and find. And I was like, oh, you know what? I never did uh, activate my great runes because I'm an idiot. So I went to the Divine Tower, got that activated. You know, And I was like, what else? What other dumb little things were there that I just never did or forgot about? Oh, I've got, a, uh, I've got one of those defiled rotten meat things to go give to the beast man. I'll just go give him the meat. Uh, you know, get another uh, ash war or whatever the hell he gives you that time around. So that's what I've been doing, just going around, putzing around, doing little things, getting more talismans, getting more weapons. Most stuff I can't even use or won't ever use, but at least I'm killing bosses and taking down enemies and it's fun and it feels good. But I know it's coming, man. I know know what's coming because I've been to both of the next quest areas Mm -hmm. and I'm like, when am I going to be ready for that? Should I just go grind for, like, 20 more levels and then go back and give it a shot?
0: And that's what I'm kind of terrified about. Like, I've told you that I've seen some endgame areas and, and end game bosses just from watching the, those couple speedruns I saw, but I'm just afraid that, I mean, together, you, me, and Shay, I feel like we can do pretty much anything. We'll probably able to do it. We can brute force stuff just fine, but I have a feeling there's going to come a time when either... Us as a group, like, because uh, I've told you this, the platforming stuff that I've seen, or just me solo, are just going to hit a wall where it's just, this is too from software. Like, we can get through the stuff we've been getting through and have a great time doing it. Mm-hmm. But I have a feeling when it gets to the end, they're going to crank that dial all the way up. And I'm going to go, oh, this is what I was afraid everything was. And now it's here. And I can't do it. Now it has it. come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I'm. I'm I'm terrified of that because I have so much fun doing all the other stuff. It's frightening.
1: <laughs> yeah, that part does scare me as well. And last but not least, before I end it, I did one thing that was funny but also really sucks. Is uh, me and Shay found Radahan, Radhan, whatever. And we're like, okay, well, let's do this guy. All right, cool. So we, we tried with me as the main character a few times. Uh, didn't get him down. Uh, then figured out, obviously, that you can summon all those helpers and stuff. So then we tried Shay, did Shay a few times. Sure enough, we ended up getting it with Shay's guy. Shay got him down. And I had to go to bed soon, right, mind you? So I was like, all right, well, get back over here, Shay. We'll try it one or two more times for me. But after that, I got to call because I got to get to my nap to go to work for this overnight crap. Okay, cool. Uh, Hey, dude, what's up? I can't come back. It won't let me back there. I can't help you. I can't come back to Rodham. It's over. The festival's over. So you don't see any of this? No, it's all gone. <laughs> cool. All right. So I tried it by myself a few times. It you know, was getting there. It was decent. I was like, okay, I'm, I'll be able to do it, Shay. It's not a big deal. I'll be able to get it. Went to bed. Woke up. Went to work. Well, went to nap. Went to work. Went to bed. Woke up. What's these notes? What's this say? From software. Uh, we, uh, unintentionally made Rodahan pretty easy and, uh, we really went ahead and buffed him way back up to where we want him to be. So I went, that doesn't sound good. Mm -hmm. So I got on. Let's go try Rodahan. Any move he does is an instant kill now. Any move he does to me. Anything. Anything he does. Even his regular swipe is an instant kill.
0: Oh, man.
1: And I went, okay, well, I'm never beating Rodahan. Hope you can beat the game without that. Hopefully hope that's the case even though i know he has a great rune but whatever (laughs) don't care there it is
0: i i almost sent it to you guys i'm not sure if radhan's in there but i saw somebody do a somebody was like hey can you be a pacifist and not actually use an attack in and beat elden ring and he did this whole big thing with summoning spirit ashes and all that stuff. If Ron in there, I'll be like, hey, check this out. Do exactly this. Build up your things and do the stuff. And he, <laughs> This guy did it without even shooting anything or, or swiping a sword. So you got to be able to do it, Eric.
1: Oh, my gosh. it's ridiculous, man.
0: You still got me. I can maybe still get you through it, and then I'll That's hit the right. wall, and I'll and never be able go, to do you'll it. And then
1: you'll be stumped on it. Hey. But maybe being that you can take some hits, you'll persevere. Whereas, yeah. like I said, any mistake I make, and it's over. And... uh unfortunately even though i have like eight helpers there none of them seem to be able to take any kind of real aggro Mm -hmm. when uh we're going up against them i do more than three four spells and i've got him all over me like you know white on rice it's crazy yeah so it's i don't know i gotta figure it out i could probably do it if i spent a lot of time on it but it just gets that point where i'm like "Ah, okay i'll just go do something fun instead but that's it that's been my week lots of craziness some gaming it's been fun
0: (laughs) but something else this should be fun eric is the releases this week and a game that I've always wanted to play, but have been too intimidated to play now has a console edition. Crusader Kings three, a grand strategy game from paradox interactive. These games are so ridiculously deep and involved and there's so many systems and so many windows and so many stats and things to manage and all this other crazy stuff. And why am I excited for crusader Kings three console edition? Because it's on game pass. So don't have to worry about it. I can just download it and play it. And, and if I don't understand it and I don't like it and I bounce off of it, it's fine because it was free for me to try and play. But if you don't know what Crusader Kings three is or any paradox interactive game, really you take control of some ruler in, I believe it's like medieval Europe slash a little bit of Asia slash the North part of Africa. And you kind of guide your ruler and your country and your kingdom through the ages Crusader Kings three, I think, is more based on like your character and your interpersonal relations and setting up a lineage and all that stuff, versus a lot of their games, which are just like, you know, taking over the globe kind of stuff. But the thing about these games, I mean, I hinted at it earlier, is there's so many minute details. You can adjust this and adjust that, and you're kind of leaning this way, so. If you have like a parliament below you, their feelings are going to get adjusted this way or that way. The actions you take are going to affect your people and their opinion of you and the opinion of your neighbors who are next to you. So if you start building up your military or you very slightly offend the guy who's just across the border for you, now you might be embroiled in one of those medieval, like, you know, 10-year-long wars where you're just chipping at each other all the time and you've you got to grind up and feed your armies and fund your armies. These are those things that seem really dry. Like if I just describe it to you, hey, you do a bunch of menus to kind of, you know, civilization, but super, super deep and you're in the menus all the time. It sounds really dry and boring. But when you see somebody who's like really good at these games, Quill 18 is a guy who I've watched play Crusader Kings 2 before. It's so interesting, the kind of stuff you can do. The way that you can have these relations with these other kingdoms and their rulers you having marriage alliances back and forth one thing that i learned about in this game is there's like religions and ways of thinking in here so like if you are in like catholic ireland your character if you have an extramarital affair or something you get excommunicated all kinds of bad stuff can happen with you but if you're in this other part of the world where you can have two concubines and all this stuff you can have totally different play styles and totally different lives you can lead Speaking of leading different lives, I watched the IGN review of the original PC version. And they mentioned characters have all these different traits. Like, this guy is really domineering. This guy's really cruel. This guy's benevolent. That kind of stuff like that. And then they mentioned that there's a stress mechanic in this game. So if you pick a character who is cruel and bloodthirsty and ruthless, and you don't play to those characteristics, like if you win a war and you pardon all your enemies, he will start accumulating stress. And when that stress hits a certain threshold, he'll develop a coping mechanism for that stress. He might start drinking, or he might have a mental break, or something like that. So you have to play to who this character is, and if you don't, you have gameplay things that happen that affect you and the way that you can play. Like in that review, they took over this lady in Egypt, and at some point she got so much stress, she developed a drinking problem. But because of that, she would throw these elaborate parties and feasts, so her people loved her, because she would have these ornate feasts, so she could get drunk to blow off the stress. But it was a benefit instead of a hindrance, because now everybody's invited and everybody loves her, because she's throwing this crazy party. So crazy, intricate, weird stories that you can tell, and they just kind of happen organically, because of these systems in the game and these you know little strings you can pull. So if any of that sounds interesting to you, maybe that just sounds dry and boring and you just want to shoot stuff. That's fine. But this is available now on Game Pass. You can get it and play it. See if Crusader Kings is right for you. I've heard the console edition. It probably does Crusader Kings 3 as well as you can on console because there's tons of menus, tons of reading. I've heard there's radial menus to kind of pop up and quick select the stuff you need. The only kind of iffy parts are... If you have a whole window of stuff open and clicking on stuff opens up a secondary window, then you have to close that one to go back to the first one. But, you know, it's the kind of stuff that you're going to get going from PC to console. But this is the game I'm stoked to play for free on Game Pass. And maybe, again, just bounce off of it. Like, I have Crusader Kings 2 before, but this game intrigues me. And I'm intrigued to play it and, and test it out and see if it's really for me or not. I'm excited.
1: Well, while you're testing this out, Matt, there's a game that's out that I will not be testing out. I will just be playing it. Now, you earlier you mentioned dreams come true. You know, Max Payne's getting remade completely—a remake, full remake by Remedy. I don't get my dreams to come true like that. Okay, they—my dreams—they go through some kind of filter, and then they get warped, and they change into something that wasn't quite what I asked for, but it's still there. You
0: get a funhouse mirror dream. It, it came <laughs> out all all tall and skinny. I guess it's okay.
1: So, of course, what I'm talking about is Chrono Cross. Matt, the Radical Dreamer Edition, it's coming out. It is out. You can get it right now. As, as we speak, you can get it on any system, you know, on PS4, Xbox, PC, or the Switch. I'll be getting for the PlayStation, obviously, because, you know, I want the trophies. I want them trophies. Now, what this is, this is Chrono Cross. As it was back then, except for uh, HD to the 3D models has been done, a little sprucing up here. The music, the background music, etc. has been all livened up. Some remixes in there, etc. all put in there. So that's fantastic. That's wonderful. A whole bunch of little uh, extra tidbits, uh, such as you can turn off uh, the auto battle kind of thing going Stuff like that. Just some nice quality of life things. That's all been put in there. But it's not a remake, Matt. It is just Chrono Cross, basically, at its core, done again. So I'm, I'm, I'm totally playing it. It's just 100% going to happen. It. It's a wonderful game. If you haven't played it, this is the perfect opportunity to get in there and do it. And if you didn't know, developed by D4 Enterprises, of course, also co-developed by Square Enix and published, of course, by Square Enix because this is a Square game. I'm just sad because I was hoping so bad for a remake, but with this having come out, I feel like that's kind of the, that's all we're doing there's your Chrono Cross. That's what you're getting. And it just breaks my heart because I would have loved to seeing that game completely remade uh, and not just re-released basically with some spruce ups, like I said, to the HD and the battle uh, toggling and this and that.
0: I feel like Square Enix does these weird things like they'll release this and then I bet if enough people did clamor about for a remake, they'd go, well, I mean, if enough people buy it, we'd consider doing a remake of it because they did that with the pixel remasters, like, hey, if there's enough pub, then maybe we'll put them on consoles eventually because they're not on consoles right now. Mm-hmm. But could you just like do it and then just reap the reward anyway, instead of like putting out like a little tiny feeler and going, hey, if you if everybody eats this little worm that we just put out, maybe we'll give you, maybe we'll you know, do two else. two little worms. Like I don't know. I, I feel you, because it would be awesome for it to be all shined up and all like all the things done to it
1: but you know what they'll do man they'll uh if this does very successful which it unfortunately it just it won't i mean it's just a like i said it's a re-release the only people that are going to get this are people like me people who've already played it loved it or loved old school rpgs and didn't get to this one and get it that's it this ain't bringing in johnny snowflake man from the mountain of Fortnite or whatever <laughs> They're not going to go, oh, look at this ancient RPG that I can play now if I buy it for whatever it is, $29.99 or whatever.
0: I, I will say this is kind of weird because this is that kind of, you know, they cleaned it up. And it, to to you and me, it looks really good. But it's not that like totally like wow, cleaned it up like the Pixel remasters. That's I mean, It's still the same games, but they're shined up so much that that will pull in somebody who's never played it before.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's hard to say this, but I feel like there's only so much shine you can put on just a PlayStation game. Yeah. You have to remake it to make it pull in that audience. To make
1: it awesome. Yeah, I agree. But even if it did really well, they wouldn't remake Chrono Cross. They would go, now we're making Chrono Trigger, boys and girls. That's what they would do, because they know that's money. And Chrono is amazing, so don't be wrong. It's not like I wouldn't be happy, but... Yeah, it's just a, a dream that, you know, unfortunately isn't going to come true. But I'm I'm happy to at least get what what I'm getting out of it, and I get to play it with, like I said, the HD, you know, up textures, etc. The the remixes to the, all the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful songs in this game. I mean, this soundtrack is banging. And now with these remixes, I get a fresh take on all sorts of the uh, music I remember so very fondly. So I'm excited for that. And of course. On top of it all, Matt, you get the Radical Dreamers, which is the storybook adventure game that was the origin of why this was even made in the first place. So you can go ahead and play through that and and see how this game, Chrono Cross, came to be, which is really, really cool. And of course, I've never played it because no one's ever played it, as far as I'm aware. Well, in America, anyway, unless you've done some crazy, you know, download and stuff or whatever, but not many of us have, so... That'll be a bonus. Well, I actually finish Radical Dreamers? Maybe. It depends on how short it is or how much fun it is. I don't really know. I didn't do any kind of in-depth look at it. I figured I'd just check it out on a rainy day when I obviously get it to go play Chrono Cross. So, I won't mention much more except to say, if you don't know, it's a old-school RPG. You get over 40-plus characters in this game. Well, you can get, because you can miss tons of them. And that's what allures me to this game. In the, well, what allured me to this game in the first place
0: that's what I hate, though. It's because That's what I didn't, <laughs> not hate, I shouldn't say hate. That's what I don't like about it, because I was stressed about it back in the day when I originally played it. Like, oh, look at that. There's that little weird wood man. I can't get him yet, though. Okay, but I have to remember that he's here. After I do whatever it is I need to do to be able to get the wood man, I got to come back and get the wood man. Oh, there was, there's like a flower lady on the very next screen. She's not going to join me either. I got to, oh, my God, what have I got to do? I got to play with strategy guide. I got to do it. <laughs> no,
1: don't do that. I I did it the way you're supposed to, Matt. I made my choices, I laid in my bed, and the, the team and the posse I ended up with was the team and the posse I was meant to have, Matt. That was, those were the friends I was going to make. These are my team. These are my family. Did I get Peapod Man? Nope, never did. Well, he's a jerk. Who cares? You didn't want to come join me when I came to your house? That's on you. You know, not on me. I shouldn't have to come back bringing you the fruit of Guseppia just to get you on my team. Screw you, buddy.
0: What if he's way better than, than the okay. dumb idiots you're running around no. with? Uh, man.
1: Glenn's perfectly strong enough. We don't need him. Don't need him. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, she. there's tons of characters in this game. The story is phenomenal, it's crazy, it's super good. It doesn't really tie back too much to Chrono Trigger, if you're wondering. But you know, I don't care. That's not the point. The story is great, the music's great, everything is just wonderful. And I will say that the uh, HD upgrade to the three D models, you know, when you're doing your cutscenes and stuff like that, it looks good. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's you can still tell it's obviously made back in the day, but it's cleaner. You know, it's it's more colorful, and it was looking pretty solid. So I'm gonna enjoy it, but I will always dream of a better day with a full remake that i'm never gonna get you know
0: now i'm gonna get it too because i enjoyed the original Mm -hmm. i never beat it and this is gonna be on my old school rpgs that i need to actually beat here is the perfect excuse to buy it and play it again and beat it Uh, the last thing on the on the remake thing they should have pixel remastered Chrono Trigger, Mm -hmm. and then they'd be like, oh, look at all the sales we got for this. Now let's just super shine up, super remake Chrono Cross. That would have been like, first step, next step.
1: That would have been awesome, and people would have, I think, liked that a lot, because everyone considers Chrono Trigger an absolute masterpiece. Mm -hmm. So just by sprucing it up, cleaning it up, making it as pretty and shiny as it possibly could be, you're getting all the true believers happy, because they ain't got to worry about you screwing it up in a full remake, or doing anything wonky that makes them mad. Whereas... People love Chrono Cross, but I think people would be way more open to that being completely remade and not as upset if anything changed that they didn't like or whatever.
0: And Trigger will get you the money that you can uh-huh. then use for Cross to. to and fund
1: then up you America. finally make the new Chrono game that was in the making years ago and got completely uh, thrown in the trash can and never saw the light of day. You can finally bring that back and get it back up on the table. And Resurrect Chrono Games.
0: And speaking of things that are dead and are just bones now, we got skeleton keys. We got... Key, keys are back! They're back in business. Meats back Ooh. on the menu, boys. Because we got skeleton keys for Tiny Teen's Wonderlands. Meets back on the menu, boys! There we go. Man, That's how we do like it. Randy pittsford has been dropping them like crazy. The Wonderlands Twitter just dropped three in a row that I think are expiring right now as you're hearing this, so hopefully you got them all. But, man, I'm not going to go into all the other games, because now... We have keys for Wonderlands, and it's fantastic, and we're going to talk about getting to the skeleton chest later in the episode. But first, another thing you can do that has nothing to do with bones or dead things is just today, like minutes before we started recording the show, I saw it on Twitter. They have a wonderland sweepstakes from Gearbox and 2K and somebody else. You can win a trip for two to Germany for like five nights and stay in what they call a Wonderlands-themed hotel apartment. So, did they just spruce up like one giant suite in this hotel? I don't know. There's no pictures of it. But Wonderlands themed Mm. hotel apartment. That sounds phenomenal. I can only imagine how great that would be. Plus, you get to go to Germany. Who doesn't love going to Europe and seeing sights and eating, you know, bratwurst and all that stuff? Mm. Boom. I signed up. I entered. You should enter. Everybody should enter. And then if they win, they should take me along with them. Yes. Because I would take any one of you, I'm telling you, right now.
1: You're lying, man. You are lying. You would not take them. Don't you be fooled, audience. He's lying to you. He ain't taking you. He ain't. He's not. I can see it in
0: his eyes already. (laughs) I would take one of you out there. (laughs) I can only take one. So, you know, hey, when I win, I better see some messages on the Patreon, you know? (laughs) Yeah,
1: right. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I see what you're getting at. I got to go get that. I didn't see that yet today, obviously, because I haven't been on the uh, internet in many hours now. But I got to go get entered because I want to go to Germany and I want to stay in a really cool Wonderlands themed hotel, Matt. That sounds like a freaking good idea.
0: Heck yeah. I can't remember who originally tweeted it out, but I retweeted it from the show account. So go to at ME on Twitter and you will find it and you will sign up. All you got to do is put in your name and your email. Boom, you're entered to win and you're going to want to win. I guarantee you.
1: Gosh bless. Yes, I do want to win, and on top of all that, you said we got them keys, and I'm proud to say, Matt, I actually entered in some codes. I actually did it. I got some keys. I'm a grown boy now. My did man. It. You know, and, and to do that, we had to play the game, and we did. We played that game.
0: We actually we played got it into- for more than 15 <laughs> minutes. It was great.
1: <laughs> it was wonderful. We got on there, and we did a nice proper evening of it, a few hours of just fun, Tiny Tina's Wonderland's time. So, here we are. Our first real impression beyond the 30-minute, uh, you know, stint we had the uh-huh. previous week. Where are we at, Matt? What are we feeling? How are you feeling? What's going on?
0: It's it's funny because we had a couple ups and downs just on the play session itself, but I am so high up right now because we mentioned it last week when we played that opening level and then got dropped from the game. In that opening level, there were four lucky dice, golden dice that you could find. And then in the next area we went to, there were like ten, and then and we didn't even get them all. And the next area there were like fifteen, and the next there were like twenty. We mentioned it before. How good it feels to, to hear your buddy go, "Ha ha ha ha! Come on over here, check this out!" Boom, lucky die. You did that. I did that. You did that. I did that. We did that all night long, constantly finding stuff and constantly. Oh, hang on. What's what's this over here? Okay, I'm seeing a lucky die that we're gonna find in fifteen minutes. And, and, you know, by that time you're twisting and turning through the streets and you don't even know. So it's even a surprise to you. I saw this up here and then, oh, oh, here it is. Hey, come here, come here, come here, here's that thing that I saw earlier. Oh, that, that in itself just feels so good to find the hidden things and look at the, oh, I love it.
1: Now, speaking of the hidden things, it is awesome to be finding those dice. And it is also awesome, as we mentioned, that it lists them for you. Yeah. So you can, you know, you understand where you're at with it. However, the Dragon Lord symbols... The Dragon Colt symbol, sorry. What the heck? Where are they at?
0: Is it is it that big thing that's on the wall there? Is it this one? Is it this one? <laughs> that's, that's the new bit. Anytime I find something on a wall, I'm like, hey, is this one of them symbols, Eric? What is this? No, it's a stupid mushroom, idiot. Okay. I go to the purple mushroom. Is this one it? <laughs>
1: Eric, come over here. Come here, look. I think this one might be it. Is this it? Shut up, man.
0: <laughs> but see, I think you know obviously we haven't found one yet and we've only been to a few areas even mm-hmm. even so but i feel like this is going to be that balance where you're finding lucky dice all over the place even though you can't find them all right away but you're maybe only going to find a couple of these if you're really searching and scratching and i like that i like that there's that balance i would like you know if there was only one collectible i'd like it to be in the middle like the borderland symbols were mm-hmm. but if you have one that's a lot i'm fine with one being super rare
1: well, and that, and
0: Of course, going off
1: of that, that that is what I like but also terrifies me in this one is because the areas are pretty darn big. Yeah. You know, you've know, got a lot of room to kind of move around and explore while you're on the mission. Well, that's cool because it allows you to explore. It allows you to find those die like we were doing and look for the Dragon Cold symbols. Downside, you get sidetracked too long and I don't remember where the hell we're going anymore. True, yeah. And now I'm off way on the right side because I've been over here like 17 minutes looking for these stinking dye and looking for the cult symbols. And then I go, I don't know. Uh, I think we're over here. And then you're like, no, Eric, that's the beginning. And I go, I can't tell what's what. Where are we at? What are we doing?
0: <laughs> it, you are right. It does It does kind of worry me because we do get sidetracked like that. But getting sidetracked was so fun. The, oh yeah! When the, when the thing was go through the castle gates, and we found that underground cave area, and then we went over the bridge and found that whole little like open area. That obviously these are two side quest zones, and we just we just running around and finding stuff and jumping in every single hut and trying to find the things. So yeah, I, I agree with you. As much as it does worry me, I do love it though. It's, it's, it's so, yeah, so good. it is so
1: much fun. It's it's awesome, and as long as we both stay on that you know that line, it's great. But if anybody starts to go, Well I must wanna we gotta get through this and then somebody's wandering off and getting lost and doesn't know where the hell they are, then you're like, Oh no, darn it. So that's what I'm worried about is those nights where one of us is in a different mode, you know what I mean? And then it's like, Okay, dude, nope, uh uh nope. We're not progressing. We're staying right here. No, I don't want. To. I want to go. We gotta go. Stop. Stop wandering off to the side quest that we haven't even activated. That you know we're gonna to have to go back to anyway. Yeah, but are we ever gonna actually go back and we get that side quest? We don't know.
0: To be fair, we did find the marble there, so we did do something. We it wasn't just nothing. We found the, the, mm-hmm. the lost marble thing with the additional voiceover, so that was that was something. But speaking of things that we're afraid of, I'm gonna start with the positives. I got my mushroom, dude. He's awesome. He looks amazing. He's got the same colors that I put my character on. Even the the color that my character's armor doesn't have on it that I put on my character, it's on him. Uh So I'm excited that he is like Mr. Beef in that way. He's going to mirror your colors. He's going to do all that stuff. And when we had that boss fight, I threw him in there, and he was Mr. Beef. He just stood there and tanked the whole boss, and it was beautiful and amazing. The thing that I'm scared of, though, and it happened. I mean, I, I tried it many, many times. He is not aggressive like Mr. Beef is. When I start shooting enemies from a million miles away, he doesn't run his happy little self over there. He stands there looking at me and opening his mouth and being all crazy. Now, he does do the big jump. If I toggle an enemy and I say, go, he'll and go and start doing it. Mm -hmm. But sometimes when that enemy's dead because I shot it because I've been shooting it the whole time, he just kind of comes traipsing back. Oh, you got, come on, man! You gotta, you gotta be hungry like Mr. Beef, <laughs> the hamburger kid would go after those enemies. So I love him, and he's great, especially in the boss that we did fight. It was perfect; it was exactly what I want. Mm-hmm. But sometimes he just doesn't do enough. Sometimes he's not as aggressive as I want, and it makes me sad because I just, I just want to not have to do anything. I don't even want to have to push up to ping things. I just want him to just tear up the whole room, run
1: around tearing up bad guys. Yeah, yeah, I get you. So I don't have the ad, so I don't have to worry about that. I'm the mancer, so I'm over there just throwing the blade out. I've got no issues with it, except for I don't think I can recall the blade. Mm-hmm. I've tried to, you know, look at the different buttons, see what I could figure out, but so far nothing's really worked. So maybe I'm just a doofus, but I don't think I can recall it, and that's a bummer because if I accidentally cast it out and the skeleton or whatever group was there, it's, it just dies, you know, in two seconds. Now that it's just a completely wasted skill set you know, going off for no reason. I'm like, oh, man, let me recall that and then cast it out somewhere else a second later.
0: And I'm in the same boat with my cryo tornadoes that I unlocked, I think, at level 7. I throw them out, and then we are so efficient, and my little mushroom dude and your stabby blade and those tornadoes, they just go... (laughs) They just chew up everything. And I go, all right, come back to Papa so you're not not just whirling at nothing while we search the whole area. And they go, nope. I think that's the only thing that... I think I put them out once and they chewed up the enemies. And I I actually, that was the one thing where I literally just ran forward to spawn more so they could Uh keep doing stuff.
1: So that's the only downside to that so far with the Stabomancer. On the side, man, I've been doing a Clawbringer, you know, mirroring whatever we do for the day because I too love a pet class. But like I said, I wanted to do a Phoebe so that didn't work out. Maybe it will for secondary. We'll see. So I just got to the point where the Wyvern becomes my, uh, my secondary, you know, my little helper. And I, I want to test it so bad, but I'm caught up almost to where we were. So I'm like, well, I should just stop here and wait till we progress further. So I, I too, Matt, look forward to seeing how my little helper does, seeing as I have a flying one. So I wonder if that kind of makes any difference, you know, being that it can, has a bigger radius of floating around my head and doing stuff. If it will then, go out further and attack enemies because if it does maybe that could be your secondary or maybe you go with the greatborn who also has a flying class pet i don't know maybe it'll help
0: the clawbringer was definitely going to be my secondary but now i'm since i didn't look at the braveborn Greyboard. tree or, or whatever it's called <laughs> since i didn't look at that tree at all it makes me curious to go back in and see what i can pick for just the ad specifically because i'm not going to use the burn up your health to do big abilities section of it So, if I can just buff him up and make him like a either an aggro or like a healing machine, who knows? Uh, I'm excited for more ads though. Because if one's maybe not aggressive enough, two've got to be, two has to be, two has to be enough. They got to fly in and just go nuts,
1: go to town. Yep. So, the ads, your little helpers so far, you know, hopefully we see a little bit more from them. Spell wise, I'm loving it. The spells so far, are really, really cool. I've tried out the uh, the lightning, some flame stuff, obviously the, uh, the one with the skull, whatever that was, the one that came with your, you know... The legendary stuff, the, yeah. Yeah, exactly. All of those are really cool, and I already see areas where you can get it to where basically your spells are going to be constantly up. And I love that rotation. I love the feeling of just, you know, I'm shooting... But then, boom! Spell procs. You cast your spell. Keep shooting. Spell procs. Cast a spell. That feels great. Like the grenade. It feels way better than grenades ever felt to me. Grenades to me, since they, you know you only had a certain amount, it was typical Eric play. Or unless I was in deep trouble, I just never really used grenades, and I would just hold them. But with a spell, the way it is, it feels like other action type games I play usually, where it's no, when your spell's off cooldown, you utilize it because you want to get it on cooldown again as fast as possible so it gets off cooldown again to use it once again for maximum damage output. That just clicks in my brain. It makes perfect sense. So doing that in here, it feels second nature, and it feels right at home for me just to be popping one after the other.
0: I do really like the spells. I just feel like, well, for my character, I need to invest more in spell cooldown because I've gone 100% health, ward regen, and all that stuff. So I feel like once I get that up, I, I will like it a lot more. What I do like, though, is that I have, you know, the spell, and the spell has a fairly long cooldown, but my action skill, which is the, like, the five arrows you shoots out at once, I have, like, th- two or three charges of that, so I can get that kind of rotation going of, pew, arrows, spell, shoot, 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 gun, send the mushroom dude out, arrows, now the spell's off cooldown, boom, tink, 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 so I can, I have a, a slower rotation, but I feel like once I get that, you know, ability and sk- and skill cooldown churning and burning, then it'll feel really good.
1: I agree, and for me, it's already starting to feel pretty good, uh, damage wise so far. I-, I can't make a call; it's still too early. We haven't done enough. Mm. Uh, when it comes to guns, uh, where if I'm happy with like what I f- how I feel about the damage output, you know, uh, there are definitely some weapons so far where I feel like I'm just shooting peas at the enemy and it kind of confuses me but since there's so many guns i just throw that one off and put something else on so like i said it's too early for me to say yet because some guns have been really good to me and some have been i don't even know what they were even doing to be honest with you
0: so i feel like that's my only issue with the guns is like i don't understand what i'm shooting out let alone how that's affecting things like even that legendary gun that kind of shoots the The winged bats. Mm -hmm. Like it took me a while to, it sounds like I'm stupid, but I'm not, to understand how to shoot it to do effective damage to enemies. And some other guns are like that too. It'll shoot out like a wave and it looks like it's doing what it should, but it's not doing hardly any damage. So, it's just figuring out what the weird thing is that your weapon's doing,
1: yeah, and I'm starting to think a lot of these are like proximity based, right, yeah, like there's a couple shotguns so far, and obviously shotguns are close range weapons, right, but before you know you could see them shooting out, whereas now, like you said, they're like these elemental effects going and and I'm like, is is it actually only going like fifteen yards in right, front right. of me? like what's happening? And, but, I mean, you're in the thick of it, it's hard to figure out because you're just over here trying to kill the enemies and get not get killed. And
0: here's another wave, and that's coming yeah. in. You're having to send out your spells and do the stuff. So, yeah, I, I feel you.
1: So, it's going to take a little time. So, I won't judge the guns yet. It's way too early, but there's definitely a lot of different things happening with them. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm excited for that. That sounds – it's cool. They're, and they're definitely different so far than what you know, we're used to from typical Borderlands. And with the spells combined, though, uh, I'm just definitely digging combat. And the baddies, the health pools and stuff seem fair enough to me right now. I, I didn't really get aggravated very much, so I was happy about it.
0: Yeah, obviously we're still pretty much in the intro to yeah. the game. We just unlocked Bright Hoof and you know came back to it from the, the first mission that we did. Mm-hmm. So it's we haven't even unlocked the shops and all that stuff. So we haven't fought anything really tough, but it felt pretty good. I will say that first boss <laughs> that we fought, just just watching the health, health bar just melt as the mushroom mm-hmm. chewed on her. Your blade was going, my cryo tornadoes were all over, and we were shooting just dead. It was, yeah, it was great. It was underwhelming, but it was great. It was that power fantasy moment of just man, we did it. We're, We're killers. We're killers.
1: And I've been hearing that some folks have been saying that the medium, which is what we put it on, is too easy. So a lot of people are bumping up to that next notch, whatever it was, I don't remember, right? Right, uh, to get kind of that a little more challenging. Uh, flare out of it but me and you eh we're we're fine. I'm I'm there to have some fun, kill some baddies, you know, I'm not worried about it so.
0: I will say as long as it doesn't get ridiculous, I'm fine with us just keeping it cuz we're going to drink beers and laugh and have fun and that's mm-hmm. what we're here for. And then later if we want to do a you know, true vault hunter mode or a harder run through. We can do that later.
1: Exactly. So, yeah, I don't know. You know, Is there anything else first impressions-wise? I don't know about you, Matt, but let me start. All right, I'll start. And it's Paladin Mike. I thought for sure Paladin Mike would be a variant of Oscar Mike. Don't ask me why I thought that, but I just, I just thought in my bones. I know it wasn't true because I remember Jim stating that he was happy for the new... Paladin Mike and then the spirit of Oscar Mike was with him or whatever.
0: And that he was these different characters too. He listed yeah. off the characters he is. He
1: listed off who he was actually, you know, voicing and stuff. So I I knew it wasn't there, but I held out hope that it was all just subterfuge to get us, uh, you know, be a surprise for us Battleborn fans, mm-hmm. uh, to so to see that it wasn't Oscar Mike, I was sad because I I just want this is the perfect opportunity to bring back a lot of those characters. Alani would fit perfectly with like the Merfolk. Obviously, Oscar Mike could have been Battle Mike, Or Paladin Mike, Battle Mike,
0: Battle Mike, Battle Mike. <laughs>
1: Uh, you know, and just bring it, you know, uh, your snakey snake, you know, perfect perfect opportunity to get them all in there.
0: Oh, pen- and, uh, oh
1: damn it. Pe- See, yeah, I was, I was totally amazing. not,
0: I mean, as much as I love Battleborn, I was like, they're not going to do anything like that. And then you said Pendles, and I went, oh, how can you not have a sneaky snake dude who talks so yes. all well, this? Oh, I'm going to cut your throat perfect. for a nickel. <laughs> yes. I just thought this was the perfect opportunity for it. That did make me laugh when we rolled up. Like, hey, meet up with Paladin Mike. There he is. And we rolled up and we were like, Paladin Mike, voice for our old pal Jim. Oh, I Mike, and I was just like,
1: oh, it's just, "Nope, it's Lorelai." It's,
0: nope, you—I don't no. know where you even got that from, dude.
1: Why <laughs> would well, you try to trick yourself Eric? Eh? like, "Dang it, man!" <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong—you know, Lorelai uh, had to come in somewhere, and by God's, why the hell not here?
0: I will say, I did enjoy the tiny bit of dialogue from Tina. When you're like chasing Paladin Mike, you know, you're going into Brighthoof or something. She was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I met this real cool barista chick on the Echo Net.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And I stole her voice and all her mannerisms and all this stuff. And then she even went into an Australian accent as Tina, but not as... I was like, that's perfect. That's beautiful. That's That's exactly what I want this whole game to be. It's just some character reference, a Battleborn reference or whatever, and then some like throwaway line from Tina to justify the whole thing. Oh yeah, I was watching this crazy video game and uh, somebody was playing who uh, had a hook and he says his name was Gaul. I don't know, blah, 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 just boom, just something zany, here's an explanation that doesn't make any sense unless you know, and then whew, Gone. It's, you don't need to worry about it. Just hand wave. Mm-hmm. It's gone. Well, well, Whatever.
1: You just got a really great laugh, and off you go. And, of course, speaking and keeping on the laughs and the good stuff here before we finish it off, we're on voices. So let me tell you, my weird voice, which, of uh-huh. course, is Phoebe's voice, oh, it's so good. It's so good. I want it more and more. I'm not. There's not enough of it. I'm, I'm like, no, 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 I need you to keep speaking up and keep saying weird things whenever I'm killing these baddies or doing whatever, because some of the stuff you say is, awesome you know it's just totally random weird crap and I'm all bored for that whole thing I'm telling you
0: I will say I agree and I like my guys kind of like snooty I'm so great voice and I mm-hmm. like his lines but sometimes they pop up like for no reason whatsoever like mm-hmm. I'm just running and he's like oh could I have too yeah, much no-, no way I'm like I didn't didn't he pick We're up anything. I'm just I'm looking at a rock to see if there's something behind it. Like, where where'd that come from? So I I feel you. I love the stuff he says, especially when it is in context. And I killed an enemy, and he goes, mim, mim, yeah. blah, blah. "That's it's great." Sometimes it's it just pops up just in weird places, weird.
1: though. <laughs> I guess that's a fair point. Fair point. And then, of course, last but not least. Uh, Andy Sandberg and Wanda Sykes. Mm-hmm. Andy Sandberg so far, cool, nothing wrong with them. But man, Wanda is just taking the cake for me so far. I mean, everything she says is awesome, and I'm just loving it. And it puts a smile on my face whenever she talks. You just so, definitely a good job there.
0: You're just saying that because all she wants to do is murder stuff. I know. Literally that's, anybody that's could like, voice <laughs> the- <laughs> your your least favorite person in the world. Bob could come in. <laughs> And Good voice the voice character going, ah, I just want to stab him in his eyeball and pull, pick his brain out. <laughs> yes. And you would go, and I would yeah, that was my favorite character
1: Woohoo! <laughs> oh, uh, what can I say? I just love it. I love the mayhem and I love the murder. I love it when the characters come out and they're just telling you the most outrageous, crazy stuff. I just, I fall forward every time.
0: And I like, I really lean more towards the Andy Samberg stuff because he's so dumb and like... And not not dumb in a bad way, but he's just, like, so goofy and, and doofy mm-hmm. that I just love his, like, sometimes he's, like, super innocent and just, like, I don't understand what's going on. And sometimes he has, like, seduced the drawbridge. I'm going to do that. Who would even think of that? And then you hit the heart, and it goes, and, yeah, you did it. You, I'm not even going to yeah, make tired. you roll for it. Boom, mm-hmm. you're done. Beautiful. I love stuff like that. Yeah,
1: it was definitely good. And I hope we get a lot more of it. Um, it does. It is weird that they're not actually with you with you. They're just kind of, like... Mm-hmm. Voiceovers, like you know, just helping you from the actual real world. Yeah, maybe it'll change later and we'll see them in the game a couple times because, like, you know, they're with you in the intro. So, I don't, I don't know how that's going to work out yet, but you know, whatever, I'll take it. It's fun, I'm enjoying it, so it's all good on my end.
0: That is kind of interesting. It makes me wonder if, like, in Borderlands 3, we had Maya for like the big boss fight, you know, obviously uh-uh. the first one before stuff happened. We had a lot of guest characters in the big, big boss fights. I wonder if that's where they'll come in, like, hey. At the end, when, hey, you're fighting the Dragon Lord, ping, ping, here we are, Uh we were we're, we're here the whole time in spirit, or, you know, just not visible to be the player, but I feel like that's probably the route they'll go with it, but it'd be interesting, if that does happen, to actually see what their characters are, because obviously you see them, you know what they look like, but I am not what my character looks like, What what, what does their character look like, I mean... You see them, but you you get what I'm saying. It could be totally different.
1: Yeah. I'm hoping that happens. That would be really cool to actually have them come all dressed up, you know, D&D fashion and Mm -hmm. in character to help you out with some of the cooler fights or something. Uh, just to just to make it feel just to make it feel right i think
0: it make it feel good imagine andy sandberg's character you know he's the big paladin looking dude but he shows up in a dress what are you doing well it's got it's got better stats than than this mm-hmm. i wanted to go in I, what this is my int build because i'm going to cast some spells what are you doing bah, 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 bah. that'd be great you could do all kinds of silly stuff with that
1: i agree and hopefully they do i really do I, i'm looking forward to playing it again matt
0: i'm looking forward to it too what about you out there in podcast listener land? Are you looking forward to playing more Wonderlands? Are you way ahead of us? Are you mad because we didn't even talk about the overworld, which is something I wanted to mention briefly, (laughs) even though we don't have a lot to talk about? Because it is so much fun and there's so much stuff. And we stumbled across side quests we can't even solve yet. So we got to remember in our little brain heads to go back across all those shortcuts and go back to there and offer up the shards and do the things let us know any of that stuff The email at thirdshiftme at gmail.com. on the Twitter machine at thirdshiftme, and find us on Facebook under Third Shift, and surprise, the thing that we asked you guys to do last time, somebody did it, but I'm going to save it for when my bacon needs saving. I'm saving it. I'm not even going to let you see it, because you don't have access to the email, sucker! Woo! Man. It's mine all mine. What a cruel
1: son of a gun you are, Matt. You know, saving those tidbits to save yourself from the demons on those bad, (laughs) lonely days. But that's okay. You know what? I'm happy. That's all that matters. I'm having a great time. If you want to have a great time, you should go check out all the things Matt's talking about or go over to Facebook because we are over there or maybe even go over to Patreon and throw money our way because you know what makes you feel good is when you give other people money and you can give us money and that'd make you feel good, okay? That'd make you feel good and then we would feel good, all right? You could do that over on Patreon or if you ain't got money, Matt just said it, Hey, you can throw the the questions our way, you can throw advice our way, you can throw topics that you want talked about our way, all sorts of really cool, fun stuff. That does make us feel good, too, so it's a win-win for everybody. Or give us those ratings on the Spotify, the iTunes. You know the rigmarole by now, so get over there and do those things, please.
0: And, of course, you can also listen to our very next episode, which we'll be dropping on or by the 14th, because I have an event that night, so we might have to record early. Anyway, you can check it out on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And As I always say, hey, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out. And we really do appreciate it. And that person who sent me the thing that's going to save my bacon, he also did the thing you're about to talk about. And he said he can't see it either, So, so tell him. Tell them about the thing, the special thing that they have to do. Tell him, Because he did I it. I don't know. He did it. There's, did. there's three oh, of us so now have done
1: it. Oh, my gosh. Yes, the thing I'm supposed to do. Now, here's the deal about the thing I'm supposed to do with that old Spotify, Matt, is I had to delete it off my phone because my <laughs> phone said I didn't have space for Spotify. It was taking up too space, too much space. I was out of room. It was corrupting everything. Mm-hmm. I couldn't download the files, So I had to get rid of it. Well, you have to have the app to get in there and even do the the five-star stuff. So I have to now get it and log in on my PC, which I assume you can do, right?
0: You can also just like make a second account and do it twice, or a third account and do it thrice, or a fourth account and do it force. or a fifth oh, account and do true. it fifth. Oh, that's true. A million times. Yeah.
1: So you can get over, just like apparently a few others already have on that Spotify, and start adding those five stars. I don't think you can leave comments. I'm pretty sure like 99.9%. It's literally just a star system. But you know what? It's the same deal. we always tell you. It gets us up in the algorithms, makes it so we're seen for, you know, faster than you'd see some other goofy sons of guns who you don't want to see. I promise you. You want to see us, not them. So get them star ratings in there so all everybody else sees is us. And then we take over the world. You know you want to see a world where I'm the king. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a great world.
0: You want to see a world where we're the kings. Because like like we talked about with, with our character leanings, I'm going to temper the worst aspects here of Mr. Eric. That's how that's going to work. So make us both into kings. And until that time, there's nothing else to say. But du- don't, du- don't forget, forget to say... <laughs> And, and sit and down. Sit down.